This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. I got to tell you, I took a quick peek of the Cover 5 app games from yeah. this week. Yeah. Gordon, I don't know what to do. You, you don't did, like- did you see the matchups? Have you seen the matchups this week? Well, there was I mean, a couple of games that I do like. Well, look, I, I'm, like. I, every week on that Cover 5 app, I'm picking against the Dolphins. So yeah, that, that's one that's locked in. Yeah. And, and if I get it wrong, so be it. Yeah, you don't care. Uh, but I think there was a couple other games that I actually did like I mean, this I, week. Did, did, I see Ve- did I see Vegas and Denver? I mean, how do you pick that one? <laughs> yeah, Vegas desperate for a win, right? Yeah, well, Denver, here's what you do. If, if you really feel like you don't know, pick your on. games. No, pick your games and then just do the opposite and see if mm-hmm. that works. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it can't be worse. Can't be worse. <laughs> it can't be worse. Nowhere to go but up. That's and, true. And you, you know what's good? Other people were worse than me because I moved up and didn't do a thing. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> I, you know I noticed that there were, like there are people that signed up for it and didn't make any picks this week and they were in the middle of the pack. <laughs> right, you can't lose that many points if you don't pick any games. You know, I, I need a week. <laughs> well, I think what you have to do is you have to target because I've gotten like this past week I got four out of five games right, mm-hmm. but my teams didn't win by that many points. Right. Right. So I didn't move up in the standings as much as other people who might have, you know, they didn't pick as many games right, but they had the right games. Like if you had Jacksonville blowing out the Chargers. Yeah. And who you, would have that? Right. Well, no, <laughs> apparently a lot of people. So you got to look at the two. What teams do you think are going to score the most points this week and win the game? See, I would have thought that. But I will say this. I would, because I was so iffy about how – uh, Justin Herbert was going to be, I kind of stayed away from that game. Yeah. Because I was like, I'm not sure he's going to be able to do it. And Jacksonville's not – I don't think – I mean, my thinking is the Chargers' defense is not that bad. No. They're going to be able to put up that many points. And I'm looking at yeah, this. They're I'm all like, banged up. Wow. This was unbelievable. Bosa went down. Yeah, they were yeah. all banged up. They're banged up along the offensive line. The quarterback doesn't look right. Yeah, they have just not fired yet. And yeah. – uh, they're a team with a lot of high hopes. And, you, you know, you take a look at that AFC West. All of a sudden, that AFC West doesn't look like it's such a murderer's no. row anymore, right? The, the Broncos no. have looked like garbage. The Raiders don't have a win. The Chargers haven't looked good. And then you got the Chiefs, which, you know, they're the Chiefs. Are, are struggling a little yeah. bit. Yeah, a little bit. Well, this week they certainly did. Yeah, that's crazy. Trey's in Brooklyn, Texas, Gordon. Remember Trey? I, do, I think I do. Yeah, it's been a little while, though. He's next on 98.7. What's up, Trey? Gordon, I'm telling you, you keep doing that. You keep doing that. I got a legit excuse. Let me tell you what happened, okay? Sunday, the New York State of Mind Tour came down. Nas, the Wu-Tang Clan, Buster Rhymes. I was on a call last night, but my voice just really getting back. Was screaming and yelling like I was on stage. But I got a question for you. I got a question for you, Gordon. Okay. For this, for this, for this tailgating part, yeah. will you be wearing dolphin paraphernalia? I have been instructed that I am not allowed wow. by the station. Okay. I am not allowed to wear any dolphin paraphernalia. So I am. Okay. I I'm a rule follower. I, you know me, Trey. I bring people together. So I'm not going to do anything that's wow. going to uh, to ruffle any feathers. So I will be there with a, just a regular old shirt and sweatshirt on, a pair of jeans, and I'll be ready to rock and roll. All right. So I don't want to have to come home with somebody tried you. You know, saying your family. No, I'm not going to be doing any jet chants. I'm not going to be wearing any jet jerseys. I'm not going to be. I'm not. I'm not a fraud. I'm not going to be doing that. Not going to help out Fireman Ed. No, 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 no. no. Fireman Ed doesn't want any. You know, he doesn't want to be dealing with me. 
Larry, Larry, will you be present He's for the event? He's got enough problems right now. I'm sorry? Will you be present for the event? Yes, I will be. Okay, good, good. I can't yes, wait I will to be on here. y'all, man. Um, as soon as week quick, four buddy. ends, Larry's going to get in the car. <laughs> it's a it's a trek. <laughs> oh, Jesus. No, actually, I might be in the car at the national anthem. <laughs> no, I mean getting hey, yeah. <laughs> hey, getting there. We just gotta wait for the we just gotta wait for the injury report to drop. Then we start making decisions. The, no, the decisions have been made. Dear Lord. <laughs> yeah. Let me let me ask you a question, man, for the yes. for, from for, for my giant blues, man. Mm-hmm. Um, can we get back to losing now so we can get us a quarterback? <laughs> can we do that? Can we just lose the rest of the game, Larry? Yeah, let's just do that. Let's just do that. Okay, two sounds good to me. I think that'll get me what I want. That is, I'm either going to Ohio or I'm going to Alabama to go shopping. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't want Daniel Jones got to go. And let me tell you something right now. That dude, Galladay, he got to go. Yeah, where's he gonna go? You, yeah, you, you can't, well, afford you can't do anything with him. You, you got nothing. He's got to yeah. stay. What is, it, 15, what is it, 16 mil a year? Yeah, but he's got like a cap hit of like 31 million dollars or something. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. You can't you, trust me. If they could get rid of him, they, they would. Be it, gone. It's not like they were all of a sudden realizing, hey, you know what? This Kenny Galladay can't really play. We're, we're spending a bunch yeah. of money on him. That's not worth it. But how you stuck with how him. you talk all that? How you talk all that mess all week? And the ball is hitting you right in the middle of your numbers. You you made Daniel Jones look bad yesterday. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it wasn't that certainly many drops, didn't help. But damn, dude, you, you, you crying about the snaps you get, but when you get proper snaps, you don't do nothing with them. It's and bad. now Sterling Shepard's out for the year. Out for the Again. year. Again. Man, shut it down, bro. This is not going to work out well. This is not going to work out well, man. This is, I know Giant fans was hyped, was hyped about two and zero and all that, man, and I was too, man. It was a nice, nice way to start the season for real. Mm-hmm. But let's, this is not a good football team, man. I like Dave man. And, and and yo, and and are we putting the rookie on a on a milk carton already, Larry? I didn't hear that man name called all night last night. Uh, which which rookie? Well, Wondell Robinson? No, Thibodeau. Oh, Thibodeau. He was out there. He was out there. Yeah, he was out there. Yeah, he was out there. Both of them, Elijah, Elijah. You know what worries me? You know what worries me? I know we got to go. You know what worries me about him? Hmm. He's not here for football, Larry. He think he Michael Strahan. Yeah, yeah, but you know what? I I hear what you're saying, Trey. Thanks for calling, my friend. Always good to hear from you. Uh, He he does like the cameras, Gordon. (laughs) Yeah, well, he does like the cameras, but he he performed in college. If he performs, it's okay. Yeah, I mean, it's one game. He's got to perform. You know, he's coming off an injury, and it's the first yeah. game. So, you know, we'll give him a little bit longer than that. Absolutely. Um, but, hey, look, you can like the cameras. Yeah. If you're doing things that the, the, the camera likes you, they, you know, you that's – We got no problems with people, yeah. you know, being boastful or, mm-hmm. or, or talking about how good they are if they're good. Mm-hmm. But if they're good. He's, he's got to go out and make plays. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, that that's what will happen. Gordon, you ready to hear from Tom Thibodeau? Get you a little early season. Oh, it's time. Your, yes. Wet your appetite a little bit for Yes. I saw he was sporting the beard, going with a little different look this year. I don't know if that's going to make it to the regular season. I don't think so, but you never know. No, they, you they, know. The, the Knicks don't have a no beard policy. So they do not. He could certainly do that. He definitely could. Maybe he'll even play some rookies. <laughs> More I, than nine get, minutes I think he has a better chance he has a mohawk, um, you know, a rainbow-colored mohawk on Monday uh, on uh, on opening night. Then, then he's starting to start doing that. We'll see what Tom Thibodeau's got cooking for some 
lineups. We'll hear what he has to say next on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to the best of ESPN New York tonight. Question was, how are you plans to utilize Randall and Toppin? Hmm. Well, Toppin's not really all that young. He is the, I, he, he's not old. He doesn't play enough to be old. Well, yeah, that's true, right? If there was a way to play him a certain amount of minutes to make him younger, that, that's, they've done it. Yeah, they've done it. <laughs> he's got young legs. He may not be young, but yeah. he's got young legs because he hasn't really been out there. But it, it's going to be interesting to see. It's going to be interesting to see if Thibodeau has adjusted how he's going to utilize these players. And I get what he's saying. It's all about merits, what you do when you're out there, yada, yada, yada. I understand. I get it. For me, the bottom line is very simple. There has to be a way for you to limit your starters to 30 to 35 minutes a game, Gordon, especially early in the season, and then rest them to the point that in the fourth quarter they should be fresh. They should be able to come on the court with eight, seven, eight minutes left in the fourth quarter and be able to ride you home. Your bench should be your bench should understand this is what's expected of them. You're going to get rest during certain times, and this is how the game plan is to make sure you utilize everybody. It doesn't make sense for players to be playing 44, 45 minutes a night every night. It just doesn't. No, the Knicks don't have the star power. They should they they shouldn't even really be tempted by that. The, the, the strength of the Knicks, I think, it's kind of that they have good depth, right? They have more depth than other teams, but they might not have this, the, the high-level talent of other teams. So, yeah, absolutely. It should be, especially to start the year, you would think that some of the younger guys, some of the guys who are not going to get starters minutes should be relied on more often and and try to accentuate the positives of your depth where, you know, you don't have to be burning guys out, especially Randall, early on in the season. So we know that Jalen Brunson is going to be your starting point guard. So who's going to be the starting shooting guard now that you didn't have, now that you didn't get Donovan Mitchell? Here's who, here's who Tom Thibodeau is in the forerunner for starting. We need shooting. You know, the one thing that I know is that with Jalen, with RJ, with Julius, we have to put shooting around them, right? Mitch will give us pressure on the rim. That's what will force the defense to collapse. And so Evan's proven, I thought the second half of last year, he played really well. So we have good depth at that position. We'll, we'll see how everything unfolds. Evan Fournier, Gordon, looks like he's in the front runner for your starting shooting guard. Yeah, I don't know that they're, they're, they're marking that one down in marble. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Erasable ink? <laughs> yeah, I don't know that it's... And look, I would say this for, for Fournier. I mm-hmm. think he is a little bit better set up this year for mm-hmm. success than he certainly was last year. You know, that's not a guy. He's not a guy that should be taking people off the dribble. And because <laughs> no. of the Knicks' offensive problems last year, he, he was clearly trying to do too much. Yep. So if he can be just a catch-and-shoot kind of guy on the wing, banging a three. That's, and now with a point guard, you hope that that's a, a, a role that would certainly fit him far better than last year. All right, Evan, so what was it like going through the struggles last season? You know, I think maybe earlier in, in, in my career that would have uh, bugged me a little bit or uh, or something like that. But now, you know, you're 11. Uh, you know, it is what it is. Uh, you can't you can't control any of that. And uh, like I said, you know, I was focused on Eurobasket anyway. Uh, what did you learn from last season? Knowing what to expect uh, is going to help me a lot. Uh, last year, it took me a moment to really understand, okay, what's, what's my role going to be with this team? 
how can I help the guys and how can I be myself? You know, I, I, I started the year very poorly defensively because I, I let my offense, uh, you know, re- really impact my defense. You know, I thought to end the season it was much better both sides of the court. And I think it's going to really help me just knowing the guys. I'm, I'm going to be myself. I'm going to compete as hard as I can. I'm going to be a good teammate. And, uh, and yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, Gordon. He said he was much better defensively the second half of the year. Yeah, well, you know, I'm sure there's some analytics that can. He got jokes. Yeah. I mean, look, you're not relying on him to be a defensive stopper. That's God, no. He's supposed to be. (laughs) He has one role, and if if he's limited to that one role, he can do that role quite well. Yes, yes. There's a reason why you're paying him like 18 or $17 million a season. It's to be the catch-and-shoot guy who's going to bang shots from the outside and free Mm -hmm. it up for for some other guys to work inside. you got plenty of the guys to work inside. You need somebody to shoot from outside, and he should be able to excel at that. I agree with you. It's just he was so serious. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's not like the Knicks have a whole lot of options there, right? No, no. He didn't. Like, who, I mean, you got – who else would you have that was going to play there? Grimes and who else? Yeah. I guess you could – you're not going to play Barrett there, right? No, no. I mean, you could. But I guess you could, I, right? You could, but, you know, you, you, you didn't. And you kind of have him. He's kind of like your three. Which is, you know, I guess quickly could kind of play some shooting guard do, as well. Yeah, he could. Yeah, he could. I guess kind of forgot yeah. about him. Yeah, he did. But see, his problem is he's not consistent. And he took a step back last year, Gordon. He did. absolutely did. Yeah, he really did. He really he he kind of he hurt them last year. I'm it's just saying like the, he did. I don't want to say this because then the Knicks will start out like two and ten. But it almost feels like the Knicks got too many guys. Yeah, it's true. You know, yeah. they got, got a lot of guys that are like the same kind of. Mm-hmm. It's it's it's, uh, it's not a great puzzle. They got like I think nine they got guards. some talent. Yeah, they, they got, got they got more talent than they've had in a while. And I like Brunson. I think he can be uh, obviously a, a major upgrade because they haven't had mm-hmm. a point guard in so long. Mm-hmm. But you know, between you know, you'd like to see things out of McBride. You'd like to th- see things out of uh, of Grimes. You know, how does Cam Reddish fit into this? What's Julius Rand quickly? You know, they got a lot of guys. They don't have a lot of high end guys. No. Derek Rose again. You know, more for Derek Rose. Is Obi Toppin ever gonna? You like what you saw from Sims? It just, um, I don't know how a mishmash is. It's going to be on the coach, right? It is. It is. They have a bunch of seven, eight, nine guys. Like guys who are six, seven, eight, nine on the bench. Right. They got a bunch of those guys. That's who they have. They don't have like power starters. No. They got a bunch of bench guys. They, they that's, that's what they have. They have a bunch of bench guys. And it's hard to win with a bunch of bench yeah, guys. Yeah, it is. You have to hope that, you know, you got to hope that one of those guys kind of breaks out. And shows you that they're not just a bench guy. So one of the things that Evan Fournier had to go through last year, Gordon, was his name being in trades all summer. Every time there was a trade, Evan Fournier's name was mentioned. And so he was asked if he followed it and how it affected him. It's hard not to. I mean, you know, um, that's that, that's the one thing I told my wife uh, heading into the, the offseason is uh, for the first time in our, you know, my career, you know, I'm in a big market, so... Uh, we can expect a lot of speculations and a lot of stuff, and uh, and yeah, you know, you have friends; they all follow uh, all the you know the websites and stuff, so they they let you know more than uh, than, than than anything really. So uh, it's a part of it, you know. That's why when players tell you, see, they use the the trick of the language. Oh no, I don't read. I don't. I don't follow. I don't read social media. They don't have to. 
No, you just told you. Family tells them, friends, right. agents, everybody tells them. Everybody knows what's going on. So, I mean, they're trying to have me believe that their friends and family come to them and say, oh, we, I heard you getting traded here and there, and they don't go to social media to find out for themselves? Is that what I mean? <laughs> they don't, they don't they go to their agent to. and say, hey, wait a second, there's, there's something going on with this or that? No, they, they never do that, Gordon. No, they do. no. They don't, they don't follow. They, don't, they stay off social media. Who wants to be on social media? Stay off social media. Yeah. Right. Some, some guys have there? extra accounts just so they can go on social media more. Yeah, without without knowing who you are, who they are. <laughs> exactly. Burner accounts, baby. Burner accounts. Gordon, you want to play a uh, AF uh, a uh, AL East clinching edition of answers with Oh, baby. I, I'm right. Last night I had no answers, Larry. The first time ever that I had no answers. Today I feel like I got some answers. I know you do. And we'll hear what they are next on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to the best of ESPN New York tonight. It's ESPN New York tonight on 98.7 ESPN. It's our out to the ballpark edition. Kind of our baseball tonight of ESPN New York tonight. And, Gordon, we're headed to Toronto. Look at the smile on your face. Yes. Oh, boy. Got done. Got the job done, Larry. ALE's clinching edition of ESPN New York Tonight's Baseball Tonight. And, Gordon, let's begin with the skipper of the New York Yankees, Aaron Boone. Aaron, on the field, Gordon, was asked, how's it feel to be ALE's champion, Skip? It sounds great. Look, I think a lot of people were picking a lot of other teams before the start, and this hasn't been easy at all. The division is as good as ever with, with everyone being really competitive now. You know, for the regular season, we're the best team in the best division. we got bigger things we obviously want to do, um, but we've taken a lot of punches this year. we survived, and uh, we're going to enjoy this tonight and, and look forward to getting after uh, uh, our next goal of hopefully going on and winning a championship. Aaron, is this team coming together at the right time? I hope so. You know, hopefully we continue to get more guys healthy. Um, you know, a lot of different people now are contributing, and it's going to take everyone. You know, we talk about that in spring training. We talk about it all the time, sometimes after games amongst amongst each other, that it's going to take everyone. And uh, it's, it's certainly been, that, been the case. Gordon, I'm going to ask you this question. This is not the answers with Aaron, but I'm okay. going to ask you, do you agree? I mean, listen, they won eight of their last ten. 16 and 5 over the last 21 games. I mean, is this, do we look at this? Do we say, well, it's competition? Is this, or do we just say, hey, finally, they look like they're putting some things together? It does feel like they're putting some things together. Uh, again, you know me, I need uh, a lot of evidence before I'm ready to say that it's turned around or it's back to where it was. I mean, that stretch was a glaring stretch where it looked like they were just out of gas, but. They're healthier than they've been in a while. The Blue Jays need these games, right? They, they're looking to win games as well. It's not like they're cashing in on the season. They would like to win these games, so it's good competition. So uh, it's all well and good, but when you get to the when you get to the playoffs, that's the only thing that's going to matter. It doesn't matter if you win all these games. It doesn't matter if you lose all these games. You get to October, you got to perform, and uh, it will reserve judgment until then. No question about it. And Aaron Judge still holding on at 60 home runs for the season. Good, he walked four times tonight, <laughs> but he scored two runs. So he is still remaining disciplined. And 
Afterwards, Aaron Boone was asked, how does Judge do it? Remain disciplined with not chasing pitches to try to get the home run record. Fans want to see 61, but Aaron Judge walked four times tonight, four productive at-bats. How does he remain so disciplined at the plate, Aaron? It's been great. You know, he knows we're trying to win, and he's at the top of the lineup right now, and his job is to control the strike zone and, and, and just stack quality at-bats. He's been able to continue to do that. Gordon, he's hitting 314, on-base percentage of 425, slugging of 693. Kind of cooled off a little bit, but still right up there. Still triple crown numbers. Yeah, I mean, that's nothing. I mean, think about it. What he's trying to accomplish, that the, the triple crown is like secondary yeah, <laughs> almost in some way. Uh, he's been amazing. He has been the story of the baseball season, not just for the Yankees, for the entire sport of baseball. So hopefully, I would think he's going to get a day off tomorrow because he's played so many games in a row. They got the celebration tonight. But hopefully he gets it here before too long, and you can put that in the rearview mirror and, and move on to the playoffs. Jamison Tyone got the win tonight, Gordon. Seven in the third, seven hits, two runs, both earned. No walks, six strikeouts, one home run. 94 pitches, 62 for strikes. He's got a 3.83 ERA. And Boone was asked, what stood out about Jamison tonight? First first batter of the game, home run, and then he just kind of settled in from there against obviously a great lineup over there. Um, he just he used everything. He used his curveball, used his cutter in some when he was behind in some counts. His fastball was good. Um, just a really big effort because we were short down there tonight. We we didn't have, we were staying away from some of our guys, so it was huge that he got us that deep in the game. That tells you the condition of the bullpen. This bullpen by committee, you still couldn't go with some of your guys. <laughs> That's tough, Gordon. That's rough. It's, it's, it is, right? I mean, they've got a lot of questions to figure out over these last few games of who's going where and what role are they going to be in and who's making the roster, who's not making the roster. So, going to have a lot of decisions to make. Definitely will. And Tyon has moved up to consideration, Gordon, in this starting rotation in the postseason. I would think that they, he was the fourth starter. Okay. You would have to think, right? More so than, I mean, it's really between him and, and Herman, and I think right. that they probably trust Tyone more. I agree. No question about it. All right. You know what time it is. It's time for Answers with Aaron. All right, Dr. Damer. Aaron Boone was asked, what made this group so great at overcoming adversity? What made this group so great at overcoming adversity? Ah, uh, he's going to say something of, you know, it took everybody in the room. We, uh, you know, we, belt, we dealt with a lot of challenges this year. We overcame them. We overcame them as a group, and it's the strength of everybody in that room working together with a common goal to get us to where we need to be, and that is, you know, that we're, we're division champs. Aaron Boone, what made this group so great at overcoming adversity? You know, we had some down times, right, in the, especially in the month of August. Um, but they never, they never got too down. And there was always that underlying confidence that we're going to get through this. It sucks going through it when you're, when you're losing and you're not scoring and things like that. But they always had that belief that we're going to get through this. And uh, this is very rewarding today. Ah, I didn't really nail it tonight. I'm, I'm off. I'm off my game, Larry. Little off. Little off. Little off. We got another one for you. All right, give it to me. Okay. Aaron Boone was asked, what is the biggest difference for Glaber Torres? Biggest difference for Glaber Torres, Gordon? Well, he's not he's not pulling off the ball anymore. He's just staying within himself. You know, we know the kind of talent that Glaber has, and he's gone through some rough times here, but uh, he's always believed in himself. We always believed in Glaber, and we know how important Glaber is going to be to get us where we need to be. 
Aaron Boone, what's the biggest difference you see in Glaber Torres? I'll tell you what, a rough, a rough month there in the month of August. I feel like he just really locked in and and got real good with his and specific with his pregame and his work. And uh, he's been getting a ton of big hits, playing great in the field for us, and, and right in the middle of all this. Ah, not really. I didn't really nail that one either. Maybe I shouldn't have taken that one off yesterday. I'm like off my game now. Labor <laughs> Torres three for five tonight, three ribbies and the strikeout. Gordon, he's not hitting two fifty seven which is not great, but actually it's a whole lot better than it was. It's, it's fantastic. <laughs> it's fantastic. Gordon, let me tell you how good tonight was. Even Aaron Hicks got a hit in an RBI. I saw that and made a great throw in the, in the field. Now it, it did require Vladdy to uh, kind of lollygag there thinking it was a home run, but he took advantage of it. Great throw, nailed him at second base. So everything's coming up roses for the Yankees, Larry. No question about it. No question about it. It's a good night for the road team. Not a good night for the home team over at City Field. Mets lose to the Marlins 6-4, despite the fact that they got a nice home run from Pete Alonzo. 40 back-to-back years, 40 home runs for him. Over 130 RBIs. He's had a great year. But with the Met loss and Atlanta's win, they are now tied for first place again. Gordon, again. They're tied for first. So, you know, they got that big weekend series coming up this weekend. And it's interesting because Buck Showalter was asked about Atlanta before the game. And he had, a, he had, as Buck Showalter does, which is the interesting thing about him, Gordon, what he does is he'll talk a little bit about it, he'll spin you to someplace else, and then he'll come back around. So listen to what he had to say about, you know, facing Atlanta. And he says he's not really worried about Atlanta right now. It's about Pablo Lopez and the Marlins tonight. That's as far as we're, we're going. And that's as far as those type of things, weather and this. Obviously, it's been talked about. It has to be. And it, you know, it started you know, on the plane on the way home. But nothing that gets in the way of what we have to do tonight. And then we get through it tonight. Well, tomorrow, I think there's going to be some moving things. I think from my concern and, and Billy's concern and, and, and Jeremy's concern is making sure that we position ourselves to go in different, as many directions as we can and not get tied up in this and all of a sudden something happens and you got to be careful about making too many plans, but you do need to create some versatility in what you're able to do and not do, and that's the one advantage of the off days. But uh, you also at some point need to tell pitchers as far as work days and all those other things. But I guarantee you something will happen over the course of tonight that will change the way we look at it. It's happened every day. So, I mean, look, let's be frank, we're somewhat adults here. We, we know what's going on with, but I, I really don't want to put a focus on that because our guys have done a great job of staying on task, and we've got to Tasks one of the better pitchers in the league tonight. We've got to be on top of it. Of course, that was before the loss tonight, Gordon. And so with that in mind, we're all adults, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Pete Alonzo, while you were rounding the base on the home run, did you peek at the scoreboard to see what's going on between Atlanta and Washington? Team peeking at the scoreboard to see how the Braves are doing during the course of your game? No, nah, not really. I mean, the biggest thing is if, if we win, that's the that really takes care of itself, and it really doesn't matter what they do. So... We just need to do our job and focus uh, focus where we're at, one game at a time. That means he looked. <laughs> There's no way for him to win that quite like, well, yeah, I looked. I mean, it's a natural curve. It's sitting right there the entire game. He looked. They all of looked. Course. Of course, they all looked. Tomorrow night up in, up in Toronto, Garrett Cole will be on the mound, Gordon, against Mitch White. 
And the Mets will try to uh, get on the winning track against the Marlins tomorrow night. They got uh, Jesus Lazardo against Tyrone Walker. That's our look at the ballpark tonight, locally, on 98.7 ESPN. We'll come back and talk some more stuff with you next. You're listening to the best of ESPN New York tonight. Gordon, they had a record-setting lull and were still able to claw their way and, and hang in and win their division. And, and yeah, and that, that is the goal when the you start out, right? And, uh, you know, coming into the year, everybody thought Blue Jays, Blue Jays, Blue Jays. And so to finish it off at Toronto, it's kind of fitting, right? Doing mm-hmm. it there and, and getting the job done. So uh, it was a, a very up and down, very manic kind of regular season with high highs and low lows. And now this, this part is done. We'll see if Judge can get the, the home runs here in the next couple of days, the, the two that he needs to go past Roger Maris. And if he does, great. If he doesn't, at, at, at the end of the day, he still had a great year. He's still going to be the MVP. I think it would be disappointing because he's had so much time. He usually doesn't go that long without hitting one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if he look, if he doesn't get it, there's bigger goals. And Aaron Judge would be the first one to tell you the biggest goal is to win a World Series this year. Yeah, absolutely. And look, you – as frustrated as you might be as a Yankee fan, you certainly are very respected, respectful of how he's handled this. Gordon, he's not he's not swinging at anything. Right. What what he's swinging at strikes. If it's out, people are trying to expand the zone for him to get him to chase to get this home run record. That's not what he's about. And so he is, he has shown you that he is a team guy. Yeah. I mean, really, what is he supposed to do? He's walking every at bat, right? I mean, (laughs) and it's not like he gets the the, the benefit of the strike zone. We've seen plenty of times where he doesn't get the benefit of even what the actual strike zone is. He doesn't get the benefit of the strike zone. So, uh, yeah, unless somebody leaves something available for him to hit and punish, it's going to be very difficult for him to do. I still think he's going to do it. I would find it hard to believe he's not going to hit at least one home run or two home runs here. Mm-hmm. given that I expect him to play with maybe the exception of tomorrow, the rest of the regular season, but we shall see. Yeah, we shall. Um, what's your thought process now of who you think you're going to face? You got, you got, you know, you got some time. You're going to be sit, sitting back and watching. So who do you think you're going to face? And can this team, it's crazy, Gordon, because you, the buy, you, you like the buy, but then again, I don't know. Now that you're kind of rolling a little bit, do you want that time? <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, look, I, I'm sure that whoever does uh, – if you get the bye and you come out and you don't play well and you lose in the first round that you play, I'm sure people will say, well, you know, we're not used to having all that time off. We had mm-hmm. all that time. And, and that will be an excuse for whoever – um, whoever ends up getting knocked out as a result. So, uh, look, in terms of the matchups, I don't really want to face Toronto. I feel like Toronto is a, a pretty uh, lively kind of team. So the Yankees, um, Minnesota. whoever they – Yeah, I'm, although, <laughs> look, I'd love to see Minnesota. I don't think it's going to be Minnesota. That would, have been, that would have been ideal. But I think, you know, I think the thing about the American League teams this year, I think any team can be a challenge. Yeah. You know, you get into yeah. these short series and 
and uh, any team can can play really well. Uh, that's kind of the, the the problem with baseball allowing all these teams into the postseason. That's not the way that the sport is really designed. It's supposed to be about the regular season telling you the tale and that not that many teams get in to the mm-hmm. postseason, so you get a better barometer of who really is the best team. So uh, there's, not, there's not one team that I look at and say, man, I want to face them, because I think all these teams could kind of be um, – a challenge. I mm-hmm. mean, do I really want to go out to Seattle? Not really. I mean, we've had some success against Cleveland in the past, but mm-hmm. that doesn't necessarily mean you'll have success against Cleveland again. So we'll right. just have to wait and see. I'd prefer to avoid Toronto when it looks like, I think right now, that Toronto is set up to face the Astros. You know, the the, 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 the Toronto Rays winner would likely mm-hmm. face the Astros and the Yankees would get the winner of the, the Mariners and the uh, Guardians. All right. And hopefully, if they do face the Guardians, I will get to that series and remember to call them the Guardians. Yeah, well, go with. It's going to take a little while. I, this is the first year I haven't called them the Oakland Raiders. <laughs> Not yet, good. anyway. All right, yeah. good. So, getting there so slowly but surely. So listen, hey, look. When in doubt, go with the city. That's true, but that's the problem. I'd say Oakland. Yeah, but but, but oh, Cleveland. Yeah, I'll good. just say Cleveland. Right. You can't go wrong there. You can't go wrong. For me, Gordon, um, I'm hoping to get a buy. I'm hoping I don't have to play in the first round. I may have to. And this, see, the Atlanta Met thing is real interesting. I was looking at some tweets. John Harper, who does a great job, formerly of the Daily News, who does a great job as SNY's insider. And he was going, had some tweets, and he's going back and forth with some scouts and whatnot. And he was, his point, his initial point was, the reason why the Mets have trouble with bad teams and Atlanta doesn't is because Atlanta has, the, like like the pitchers of the '90s said, Smoltz and Glavin, chicks dig the long ball, and they have home run power. I think he said this got like seventy more home runs than the Mets do. And so, as yeah. you mentioned before about that long ball power, so you make a mistake and you yeah. got guys that hit Punish it out, it. right? You know, crooked number, right? Exactly. And but on the other side, he said a scout texted him text him back and he said yeah but Atlanta strikes out more because of that power and so that's why the Mets usually hold that against them and they have a chance to you know beat them because of the pitching but see Gordon that last time that that the Mets were in Atlanta that wasn't necessarily the case because they flashed they flashed some power on the Mets and they could not respond so this series that's coming up is going to be interesting here because Hopefully they can get through it and everybody will be okay with the way the weather is, is being talked about there. There's, you know, I mean, you look at the weather forecast going, you're looking at our, our friends in, in, in Tampa and in Florida, they're like leaving town. <laughs> you see them like miles and miles of, of cars trying to leave to get to a safer area. But that's what's going to be interesting about this. Will that Met pitching, and it's all lined up, as I told you last night, you got your best three. You got Bassett, DeGrom, and Scherz are going Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And will they be able to, will Bassett be the Bassett he's been? Will DeGrom be different than he's been over his last couple of starts? And, you know, what's going on with Scherzer? They have to, they've got, I don't know how they, where they're going to be going in, but going, they got to take two out of three. Yeah, well, I mean, look, it's very simple, right? You got to win tomorrow. You've had your, your hiccup here against the, the Marlins. You can't lose another one against the Marlins. No. Cannot absolutely cannot 100% cannot lose tomorrow. 
So then you're talking about two series, the Braves series and the National series. Mm-hmm. You, you would think that, uh, maybe I shouldn't make this assumption, that you can win two or three against the Nationals. <laughs> but the most important thing is you the whole thing comes down to those two winning two of three against the Braves in Atlanta. That's yep. what it comes down to. you got to be able to make sure you win two or three. Your pitching's lined up. It's not going to be a bad team. You don't have, you, you've been better than the Braves. you got to finish the deal. You, it's right in front of you, right? Like It's not out of your hands. It's right in your hands. It's up mm-hmm. to you. And if you don't get it done, it will be their fault. It'll be the yeah. Mets' fault for not being able to put this away. Yep. There's no question. There's no question. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN.